1: to this week's episode of property jam where we talk about everything to do with the human side of property well and done, Niall. thank you very much been practicing. Got there in the end. <laughs> and this week to help us talk about everything to do with the human side of property said it twice just in case uh we've got another property sister with us uh so this week we've got the lovely ruth hobbs with us hello ruth
2: hello everyone. thanks for inviting me <laughs>
1: So Thanks welcome along me. to Property Jam. Um, so for those of our listeners who haven't met you or haven't seen you yet, who are you? What are you about?
2: So I am one half of Urban Sister Developments. We um, were very proud to be property investor award um hmo deal of the year last year Woo! and also in the final category for property trader of the year i think it was so you know it's really nice to get women on the map finally um so really excited about that i've been in uh, property for 20 years mostly doing buy to lets flips and holding my portfolio in london so i've done pretty well out of the kind of you know what's been happening in London um but now I'm up in Derbyshire for the last four years um and doing uh, com- uh commercial to residential commercial to residential deals um student accommodation doing some flips but yeah just um that's what I've been doing basically that's it in a nutshell
1: wow you've been busy <laughs> and yeah. congratulations on congratulations on the awards that, that's thank awesome thank
2: you mention it was a bit bit of a shock actually because um it was richard bowser who came to interview us for the um property investor for the news magazine um and when he came to the building he said girls you really should put this in for the you know for the awards and we were like oh no i don't think it's good enough i think that's quite a female thing to think isn't it but Mm. he was like no you really need to so we we put it in and then we were finalists and then we won and you know it was it's done amazing things for our profile and i didn't actually realise, you know, what a difference winning an award like that would really make for us. But it's been kind of life changing in a lot of ways, you know, so um, yeah really proud
0: of that you've certainly been busy and I have to say like I was describing to the guys like how I know you and through the property sisterhoods, the yes. property sisters UK and it feels like you are just the mother of us all like you keep us in check <laughs> you know you just organize everything you know from our Saturday brunch to lining up the guests and just you know yeah. coordinating everybody you are the glue that holds it all together and like I don't even know when it started like how did that start
2: we started about two years ago and we just started meeting up and then I was really keen on formalizing kind of what we do Um, and for me because I'm more at the end of my property journey than a lot of people are kind of doing lots and lots of deals I really want to give something back so it was really nice to create a community of and I noticed that women were not getting asked to speak at events women were not winning awards I mean it's a whole kind of snowball but actually the women that I knew we're 10 times better than a lot of people standing up in front of me at events. And I'm just like, well, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not getting asked to speak at events. Well, why aren't I getting asked to speak at events? I've been in the game for 20 years. I'm a self-made multimillionaire. I mean, boom, what board do you want? You know, <laughs> yeah. surely I've got some credentials, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, I thought, well, actually the reason why we don't get invited is because we don't step up. And it's true of a lot of us you now. am they're like, Oh, I don't think my building's good enough. You know, when yeah. it's epic. Right. Yeah. So mm. yeah, you almost
0: feel like you have to apologize for being really successful. don't I you, know, often?
2: I know, I know, I know. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's time to step up and it's we. this social platform. is just incredible. Um, we've, uh, we've got 250 women in our property sisters group at the moment that all of them, we've got hundreds of millions in our collective pipelines. We've got some like, but you know, if you want to know anyone, someone knows someone, Mm -hmm. everyone's fingers in pies. We've got this amazing network and because we don't pay for it, because there's no, we're all equal. that's what I love about it we've all got something to share you know and so
0: positive
2: something
0: yeah so positive Uh, that's what I love about it you know I mean I think that in general especially in Instagram the property community is very positive anyway like I I always find that that it's a very reaffirming space to be in Um, But then you compound that with a force of women empowering one another. It's like an army. It's incredible. I have have to say, I'm so grateful to you personally, because I think, no, I am. Because I think what you've set up has helped so many women in property get through lockdown. In fact, we were talking to Michelle Bryant on the previous episode, and she said exactly that. If we hadn't have had that space to converse, to reaffirm, to build up, to encourage the support, it, it would have been a much different experience going through lockdown as a property investor. I've
2: got to say it's the same thing for me too though because it's what I get from the people that are in it so it's like I thought my business was tanking right at the beginning like literally me and my sister were like "Ah, oh my god we're gonna be bankrupt I'm gonna lose everything I've worked for you know literally when you've got all your tenants saying all your student tenants saying they're not paying rent because the government have said it's covid and we don't have to pay right? seems ridiculous but when you're in the middle of a pandemic and suddenly you know no one's at school and the doors are shut do you remember that feeling you had you know when you're going what the hell is going on my business I'm losing my business and then my professional tenants must be wanting to leave soon I mean I've never been in that situation before but actually because people were dying you always thought to yourself well actually it could be a lot worse so like let's not you know get over yourself Ruth so um but at the time if you look at it really personally you know i just thought everything it was going tits up you know but the, have... yeah the support that... we got from all the, the women in the network though was amazing and i had um like i had uh, another girl who's more experienced at student lets than me pass me all of her templates so i could send them out to students word for word verbatimly just throwing them out and uh, like that really helped me because she had legal you know bits in the letter that we could spout off at the students so um i don't know how you guys all found it
1: very similar to that to be honest um especially initially like you said it was just like we had never experienced anything like that before um no. any type of downturn in the market or a pandemic since we became property investors yeah. so it was like a completely yeah. new thing um and I sort of, I can I can appreciate how being part of a, a group like that, a support network, yeah. um, would have been such a like a, a safety blanket if you like.
2: And lots of things came out of it. So we started to do what's called a Saturday brunch, where we all. For the first call that we had was kind of like, "Shit, girls, what's happening?" <laughs> We're yeah. locked in. Like, what what are we going to do? You know. So the first call we had. We didn't film or anything, but we it was just a discussion point. And then we realised, when we had 60 women on the call and we hadn't really ever asked anyone to you know, it was just like, oh, jump on if you want to, that we had a powerful network. And then we realised that actually, well, let's learn topics from each other and see where we go from here. And, you know, Michelle's probably told you the breadth of topics we've covered over the weeks is phenomenal. And now we've got guests wanting to come on who are you know, number one in their game, wanting to tell us, you know, I just learned so much over um, th- this period. And then we have started our YouTube channel as well, which has fantastic advice for anyone in the property uh, game. Um, we've got some really valuable tips on there. Everything from stamp duty to, we've got um, the number one leading expert in LinkedIn who's come and give us an hour of full content. He name. lives in your village He lives in my village, I
1: know Everyone lives was that, here Was that Sam amazing Sam raffling Sam, Sam raffling
3: yeah.
0: like, yeah.
2: Amazing Amazing So yeah. I, had, I was having a gin and tonic with her an hour after we finished Because I didn't realise That <laughs> <laughs> so, was
0: um... so funny, wasn't it? The moment you both realised Because we, we'd done the formal YouTube recording, yeah. hadn't we? And then it yeah. just got to the end And it was all like, oh, where are you based, Darby? Oh, me too, where are you? Oh, in the village What? That's
2: where I am I'm literally <laughs> two minutes <laughs> See the picture of us together having a massive drink. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> I was in there trying to negotiate a discount for us, you know, for the LinkedIn <laughs> seminar. Oh well
0: done <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. given
2: us, for example, the number one um TikTok person, number one Instagrammer, the number blah 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 to come and give us all the content we need. Amazing. You know, for for, for do, you know, I just love it. It's
0: amazing. So,
2: uh, yeah.
0: Well, we should probably ask you, actually, I feel like we've kind of covered it, but if we were to ask you what the human side of property means to Ruth Hobbs, what does it mean?
2: For me, property is more than buying a property. It's about the people you meet along your journey and those interactions that you have. And I tell you, some of my kind of best and dearest friends now are in the Property Sisters group. You know, I speak to them like, five, ten times a day and it's not just about property you know it's about it's it's about a lot more than that. I
0: think that's so important as well because we the reason we started this podcast is because we are three mates who talk about property all the time because that's how we know each other And we can't have the conversations that we have with our average family member or friendship group. So the time that we have together is is such a support time. And yeah. we just thought we're having these human conversations about property because it's never about the deal. It's never about the numbers. It's never about the rocky. It's always to do with the human side of property. So we'll put yeah. a mic to it. And yeah. it's that that you need because being in property is lonely, isn't it? It's, it can be super lonely.
2: It's the most loneliest thing. In fact, back in 2000, when I was doing it on my own, 2001, 2002, I thought I was the only female property investor in London. (laughs) I just didn't meet anyone. You know, I think Claire Norwood in 2016 was the first woman in property that I ever met, you know. Um, And, you know, she kind of took me under her wing, as it were, and introduced me around to people. Um, because I just didn't know that there was a network. I thought everyone was being mentored down on the M4 and big hotels. Do you know what I mean? And people for four thousand pounds a day by some rogue. You know, that's how I kind of imagined the industry to be for such a long time. And I was, you know, I I felt like I was learning backwards as well. So I started listening to podcasts around 2017, and I was like, oh, I've been doing that strategy for five years. I didn't know it had a name. You know, <laughs> so. I feel like a, a lot of the stuff I've done is kind of backwards. You know, I've made all, a lot of mistakes. A lot, a lot, a lot of mistakes. Um it's, it's been so fun what,
3: though. I was gonna say, so um in your what was life like before you got into property? What was um uh, or has it always been property for you? Um it,
2: property was my hobby. So my hobby I swore was never going to be my full-time business it's always going to be for fun so flipping for fun um I'm by kind of my profession was um a legal advisor to the marketing industry so terms and conditions that kind of thing um so and then I was flipping on the side but I was making more money from flips and buy to let than I I was slaving, you know, but i, I was convinced. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go property full time because it's my hobby. Um, so, you know, now it's not. Now it's full time. So it has been for, for for quite a long while now. So, but it means you know, it doesn't mean I can have a lot more time with my own family.
0: Talking family because to... you've done it. You've done it with your sister, haven't you? How is it working with your sister? Is It cool.
2: It is cool. Yeah, I mean, she, we do a lot of zooms. We're very, very similar, but we're totally the opposite. So I'm kind of the creative one, and she is she's analytical. So um, all the stuff I hate, the receipts all the accounting and all that kind of business, all the kind of how are we going to hold the business? What SPV? Well, I don't care. You know, yeah. you figure that out, and then don't discuss it with me kind of thing. <laughs> so that's how um, that all works. It's boring, isn't it?
0: Oh god, Absolutely. well we always say when you become a property investor, it's like we did a whole episode on this, didn't we, boys, where you, you could you are expected to be good at so many different hats. Like you've got to wear yeah. some different hats. So you've got to, you know, be a good deal sourcer, you've got to be really good with the numbers, you've got to be a good networker, you've got to be good at raising finance, you've got to be good with the paperwork, gotta be good with the admin, and then you've got to be good with the projects and the refurbs, and then you've got to be yeah. it's like pfft, you know, you're just knackered by the end of it.
1: And I don't look good in hats.
0: No, we know this. This is a fact, Ruth. Noel does not look good in
2: a hat.
1: We did a look, whole no.
0: Instagram post around
1: this. It. This head was not made for hats.
2: Funny you should say that because I've got massive hair, right? And a massive head and hats don't fit me either. So... Oh, and high, and Noel high, sex high, the high
0: five. It's funny before
2: I started working with my sister... Before I started working with my sister... Really, I had no kind of paperwork. That's pretty horrifying, but I would just kind of wing it. we is just, like, <laughs> receipts, just in a massive pile. Oh, there you go, you know. I am just kind of... shows
0: you, it. do they? I mean, that's the thing. You're just kind of... You enter into this industry, all of a sudden. It's a business before
2: you know it, and you're like, ah! Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know yeah. It teaches you how to run a business. No. I know how to do a house up. I know how to flip it, but all the other yeah. stuff...
2: Back in the old days, you didn't do limited companies, not in 2000. You just winged it. Yeah, yeah. it
3: was only recently, it's only the last Yeah, year.
2: it's like 100% mortgages, you know. I mean, oh, the good old days.
1: They? Oh, where God.
0: Love those.
1: <laughs> Bring oh, those I'll, back. I'll have me some of those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, you must have a question for us. You
2: might have to guess Yes, is the answer it. to that one. Yes, I do have a question
0: for you. Ask us <laughs> <Well, after laughs> anything. I mean, to be fair, we jam. So, like, whatever comes to mind, you feel free to ask us. <laughs> and you've got a cat in the background that's ready for the question as well.
2: <laughs> How do you usually story- know each other? I mean, what, what's the connection between you
3: three guys? Well, actually, we all met within probably two or three months of each other um, because we did a, a property training course uh, on the M4,
2: um, oh
3: no. <laughs> uh, but it but it was good.
2: I take lots so, of money from you.
0: No, it was one of the good ones actually. Oh, I mean it's okay. uh, Jill, Jill Jill Fielding so she's a real she's like the if you're going to go to a like a Jedi property sister she's the one. She's just got yeah. an East End London girl with her head screwed on. Like we are yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's a good egg. She's a good one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah we we um, we all on the started at a similar time. When was
2: that? When was that?
3: 2015 so the beginning yeah. so um, yeah. over five years ago now so we, we all met and Niall and I um met on the 2nd of May 2015 it was love at first sight it and, was uh, it was really yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, we remember it because it was the anniversary well, it's Niall and his partner's anniversary and it's my and my ex-wife's anniversary yeah. um so um <laughs> we, we good were, times good times <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we we were there, and we became friends, and then stayed in touch. And about a year later, uh, decided to do a deal together. And yeah. then um, Scott Baker, and
2: Properties. that went well.
3: That must have gone well. It must have gone well. Yes, it must have gone hell, well. Yeah, just still
2: friends, all
3: right. Well, we're now massively intertwined within Scott Baker Properties and, and the hbo yeah. Platform and all the stuff. Oh, there. I didn't
2: know you were at the same company. You've all you come together in the same company. Yeah. Not me. I'm not, separate. Not Those they come as a package. Those so um, they're a double act. We're, yeah, we're
1: like markman wise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little and large.
2: And where do you yeah. concentrate your business? What do you do? Do you do buy to let or flips or?
3: Um, so we are um, sort of HMO and co-living specialists now. So we do yeah. uh, primarily young professional um, HMOs, uh, which we call next level HMOs. So we do them in about four different locations around the country. Yeah, um, and we also. Um, are one of those people we don't do it on the junction uh, on the M4, but we actually train others how to do the same um, in an ethically and responsible way. <laughs> I've
2: got a really good question actually. How do you think COVID will affect how we build houses and how we change the HMO space? Do you think it will affect it or not? Yes, the, yes, yeah. So yeah, I think it will
0: massively change it. Yeah yeah we, we've talked about this quite a bit haven't we because we were thinking about if 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 you were stepping into tenant shoes now and you were thinking about what it is that they will need yeah. and what will be, yeah. how their priorities are going to change their search criteria will be so much more centered around private hygiene so the demand for en suites within co-living spaces we expect yeah. to go up I and mean, we we already do that anyway mm-hmm. um like you i'm in the student market and all of my hmos are, are en suited anyway um and beyond that we've we've also talked about this this prioritizing of some form of workspace within a co-living yeah. environment that's private so that you know whether it's a professional hmo and someone can just now work remotely they're yeah. going to prioritize that potentially over how close the hmo is to the station maybe because you know
2: it's uh you don't, don't, want, have too to many, you don't want too many people in an hmo do you no because of no. covid it's yeah how,
3: it's how these properties are laid out as well so is mm. the you know how you share spaces so yeah. we have a 2021 um, slash 22 bed um, in uh, in Greater Manchester, uh, but it's divided into seven um, kind of cluster apartments. So actually you can not meet anyone else if you don't need to um, yeah. apart from those within your, your cluster. Yeah. So um, yeah, the other thing that, I um, actually wrote, wrote an article on this on LinkedIn a few weeks ago um, about changing faces of um, of HMOs. And the third thing, on top of what joe's already said there is the fact that people have been suddenly locked away in properties for the last three months so um they've had to talk to people so in properties where people may have been more solitary they've been less um less sociable uh, that you know they're suddenly starting to form relationships with these people and, and um wanting yeah. to socialize so actually having yeah. great indoor and outdoor socializing space is going to be more a requirement, so yeah. I think we're going to see the end of um, HMOs, which are literally you know five six rooms with a small kitchen.
2: Yeah,
0: um,
3: yeah, yeah th- those will become we less, have. Less appealing.
0: We've
2: um, I was just hearing back from my lettings manager, and what he's saying is that on the student viewings, every like it's. It's not normal that their parents come along, but the parents are coming along on every single viewing for every single yeah. student, which is amazing. And what they're really hot on as well, the parents, is about COVID cleaning. So it's quite a big thing for us to be banging on about COVID cleaning, you know, and the health and safety of the children, which is obviously really important anyway. Yeah, yeah definitely.
0: It's yeah. it
2: interesting seeing... Uh, because we're in, like, the com- we've got... Uh, similar to you, we've got, like... um uh, our residential, our commercial to residential is three flats of six. Because it's not an, a massive halls of you, uh, residence and because it's not a house, we're in the middle, and there's mm-hmm. not very many of those in Derby. We're sold out for next year already, which is kind of weird because we, we were thinking obviously our business was going to go bust, but because it's small and it's neither it's kind of really high in demand because we're seen as a professional landlord but we're not big and 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 that's why they've chosen it so we didn't plan it to be that way but it was just lucky that we've you know got you know concentrating on that that kind of uh, development so amazing but it's interesting yeah. the
0: future of it and everything well i do think it, like what you're saying i think those who are in a position of affordability they will look for those single lets you know where they've got their own private space that's affordable but yeah. maybe they'll compromise on the space a wee bit you yeah. know but yeah. they'll still I, i'm sure that's going to be in higher demand and yeah. and everything matt says external space and outside, you know, space, yeah. outside space because mm-hmm. suddenly this whole thing about proximity to another human being is so on our radars like it never has been before
2: so we're going to have to build that into our spaces aren't we yeah I've got a um, seven bed HMO we were going to turn into an eight bedder but actually we're going to leave one of the rooms as it's quite large as another separate lounge great just because we didn't we don't know we don't know how that would affect it otherwise too many people in one in one thing but at least that gives it that separation I think you know kind of future proofs us you yeah.
0: know so it keeps it in the commercial realm as well because it's a sui so generis as opposed to yeah. you know C3, c4 C so yeah yeah good stuff oh, I, it's I interesting it's
3: massively veering into educational and informative content, that,
0: what guys. have we done <laughs> yes hang on <laughs> sorry i <Hang on. laughs> <laughs> <You're more>
3: serious
0: <laughs> oh covid we, we serious you, we'll let you off <laughs> do this
3: occasionally um yeah who's who's not drinking
0: well i am definitely drinking i think I've oh it's just I me
2: I'm on with Richard Bowser next, so I can't drink. You've got to behave yourself. I've got to behave myself before I knock my first gym back, so. <laughs> Excellent.
3: Um, so shall we play a little bit of um, chat roulette? No, no, uh, property roulette. Episode roulette. What do we call Episode it? roulette. Episode, episode roulette. roulette. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> episode. we we'll play a little episode
0: <laughs> roulette.
2: Um,
3: so I was looking at these guys going, right, so who's doing it? And it's actually me. So yes. bear with me.
0: I'm gonna have a of yeah. my beer.
1: You, have a you do of that, my beer. but purpose- I'm being good. I'm not having any beer.
0: No, well, this is very unlikely. You, Ruth, when we no. normally when we when we record in person, we normally have a glass of red wine, and since we've been doing this virtually, we seem to have just let the drinking habit go. Unlike everyone else, the rest of the country seems to have got on the bottle, <laughs> and we seem to wean <laughs> have weaned ourselves off I don't know quite I don't know
2: what's happening. It is only Monday, though. To be fair, it's only Monday.
0: I'm blaming I Michelle Bryant. I, I
2: think it's Monday anyway.
0: No, we <laughs> don't know anymore, do we? No. <laughs>
3: Uh, uh, and uh can someone else pick this up because um i can, can a, we... so you know how you um your, your phone and your spotify account links to your um alexa stuff you know, around the house i think someone else is using the spotify account so it's not letting me search for the for property jam on spotify
0: okay now are you in
1: there i'm i'm in yeah because i heard it up for pre, for the last you one, go so you do it go. i'm good to go okay ruth so i'm going to scroll through all our episodes um of property jam podcast so far um you should stop at any point and whatever episode we land on you just give us your views on that particular topic so i am going to start scrolling so whenever you want stop oh
3: hopefully
2: it's not covid
1: it's (laughs) not covid
0: no (laughs) it's episode five what What not to wear Oh, God, oh, yeah. I'm fascinated. Do you, do you have, like, a dress code when you are viewing property or when you're putting your property investor head on? Like, do you do anything?
2: Um, no, I don't. I tend to go normal because... Well, actually, it does depend. It does depend because I've got a red dress strategy. Oh, I'm writing it. this down. Oh, but no, I, I need to hear this. No. So I went to go and see a commercial property before and... and So I went to go and see a property and the guy said to me, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I'm not going to come and visit you. I'm not going to let you. you Yeah, You know, he was like, I don't know who you are. You know, it's like that in Derby. If I don't know who you are, you're not going to come. You know, why should I make my time for you to come and see the property? Like, that's how it
3: is. Is that the owner or the agent?
2: That's the agent, right? Wow. Yeah. And I said, sweetheart, you're going to know all about me within 24 hours. Trust me. So I got my red dress out and my my stumpy boots. But I had this red dress on, yeah, lipstick, my massive hairdo going on. I had my whole team with me. We boom, we rock in. Um, I link up to him in social media, you know, and then suddenly he's seeing who I am, you know, I'm like, boom, I'm like, i won an award winner, you know, don't you know who I am? And now he sees me everywhere. He sees me at all the events, he sees me. And so yeah, so it is, you know, when I, when I step in a room up here in the Midlands, and it's 99% men in black suits, you have to, if you're wearing a red dress or something that stands out, people can find you. But and that's, that's where I go in all guns blazing, but on like a normal viewing, I will wear jeans and I'll be like this. Yeah, because I think, well,
3: unassuming. they have to
2: take me who, who I am, basically. They know who I am then. Mm-hmm. It's only when I, when I want to prove a point, you know, it's funny, isn't it, how you use clothes and stuff. What about you, isn't
0: guys? it isn't it annoying that you have to prove a point I mean you know that's just such a shame that that's a thing but it, it is a thing so it's yeah. funny though
2: because I think he's annoyed now because he sees me everywhere I'm popping up on his LinkedIn feed <laughs> every day. I don't shut up
1: <laughs> <It's> silly, silly. <laughs> he's not it's gonna me. make that mistake again <laughs> no, <laughs> did, did no but then,
2: suddenly, i mean he's one of the main guys in derby and it's all really close-knit if you're not in the gang you're not getting the deals so he's like hey ruth i've got a deal you might be interested mm. in. And i'm like boom i've made it yeah, <laughs> she's never, she's
0: never you're in the fold you're in the fold, in the
2: fold. yeah
0: wow well good. that's brilliant the red dress yeah. worked um and previous episodes we've um we've talked about joe's infamous orange property investor jacket in the early days when i didn't have any confidence i used <laughs> to put this property investor jacket on it was like i was stepping into an, like my alter ego and i was just like walking around <laughs> and a bright orange lipstick and i would just walk around going yeah this just looks like the one i bought down the road you know i bought a property <laughs> at the time <laughs>
1: John, that did a comeback on, on Instagram recently, didn't it, the orange it, jacket? It made a
0: recent comeback, the orange jacket. I've since yeah. got rid of it, but it, it, it's featured twice on the Property Jam podcast. Three times now. It's I'm going to have
2: to look that up. <laughs> orange jacket s- strategy, that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah, sight to
0: behold. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a bit different for blokes, though, isn't it? I mean, you know, you get to wear a suit or not, right? Well, these
0: boys don't. They're quite
3: casual, no, they boys. I like, yeah. um, like the suits yeah don't generally fit me either all my suits are either far too big or far too small for me
0: that's so true I've seen you go through like an evolution of suits you I remember at one point you were re- when I first met you Matt you were so skinny and then like you like totally bulked up and all of a sudden like we'd be sort of teaching together and you you would like filling out your suits and I think you ripped your trousers on one event we were doing together <laughs> like-
2: <laughs> oh my god embarrassing yeah oh my god, can I tell you one thing so- yes Another thing that's really important I've been doing throughout lockdown is going back over the old season of location, location, location. And one thing I have noticed is, um, is the fashion as it's evolved. And Phil Spencer, have you noticed, he used to wear the old man's jacket and now he's in double blue suits. He's looking sharp. Mm-hmm. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, he's up to his game, isn't he?
2: So- Honestly, there's I Haven't watched that though. in
1: a long time, so I must go back and have a wee look. <laughs> <laughs> Love
0: it! Love it! That's yeah, like, I wasn't expecting that to come up under what not to wear. That's brilliant. <laughs> no, i well, will yeah.
3: not, not what to wear is yeah, the, the suits is basically what we decided that is stuff we don't wear. Yeah. As soon as you start wearing a suit, you're an estate agent in my yeah. books. Um, so uh, yeah, every. I do like a man in that double blue suit
2: though, not that I'm a. Oh yeah, no, side. no, like that, you know that, I mean you know that 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 kind of mid blue. Mm. I wouldn't go Viewing a property In that though No
3: Especially no, if I'm jump, jump up Into an, an attic space To go right oh, How many Ones can you get up
0: here Or when you lean On the counter You know we were Talking about sticky Stains recently And I got oh, that Sticky stain Do you remember yeah, The sticky stain yeah. I, was like, I came out once With like a marmalade Congealed mark On my elbow Because it, I don't know What it was Ruth I have no idea But I literally Was like stuck To this kitchen counter I'd leant on it Talking to the estate agent That couldn't get off oh, I was no, like oh,
2: shit <laughs> I must so, yeah. say that like the one thing I've learned out of my time in property, and that is, is, is the people in the shabby clothes have got the cash. Yes. yes. The people in the flash outfits yep. have nothing, and yes. in the flash cars have no money. overcompensating. Totally overcompensating. Millionaire overcompensating.
1: Next Door, isn't it? Isn't it isn't yeah. The, isn't that the book? Yeah, Millionaire Next Door.
2: Yes. Oh, book recommendation. Oh, yes.
1: There
0: we go. Oh, there we go. We like to have one of those every single episode, so there you go. Millionaire Next Door.
2: I don't read okay. books, so... Do you not? No, I'm a non-book reader. I can read, right? I'm
1: not. Just, just to clarify, just to clarify. Just to
2: clarify. (laughs) Just, I find it boring and a bit self-indulgent, to be honest. Can
0: I just say, right? I celebrate you saying that because I think there is. It's a bit like we were talking on a previous episode. In fact, the episode we recorded with Michelle Bryant, the pressure to do certain activities, especially when you get into the positive world of property. So setting goals at new year and all of those things that you're supposed to do. And reading is one of them. So there is so much pressure for people to just personally develop themselves yeah. and be the best version of themselves and live their best life and all the rest of it. What if you don't like that? What if you don't want to set your goals on the calendar year? What if you hate reading? <laughs> it's
2: okay. I hate reading. I hate yeah. reading. It's boring. And I'm just <laughs> a person's viewpoint. For like, I'm committing to like two days, right? Two days to read a book or
3: two ten days hours. Yeah,
2: that's quite ten hours. That's a yeah. lot. Oh. I love and you, it's,
1: Ruth. It's kind of uh, oh, oh, evident as well that you didn't need anyone else's opinions, reviews to be extremely successful. You've done that all by <laughs> yourself. So, you
2: know, I think it's more about the human side and talking to people and community and all the rest of it. And I tell you, I learn a lot of my stuff from the newbies because they come fresh with new ideas mm. you know it's not the people who have been doing it for 20 years it's actually people who have done it for 2 years you know yeah. the people with all these amazing ideas suddenly you've got this new kind of designs or new thinking and you know it's it's that's what really gets me inspired, inspired all the newbies um so yeah nice. love it yeah.
1: So let's okay, do one I'm, I'm more sc- episode. I'm scrolling again. I'm scrolling again. Whenever you're ready.
2: Stop. Stop. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise that me. That's me again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you scrolling for? It is episode 15. <laughs> is your family invested? I think that's kind of nearly been answered. <laughs> well, sister, Yeah. Obvious
0: yeah well okay so here's a quick no hang on let's I want to interrogate that so obviously your sister's involved on the urban sister side of things but the rest of the family around you guys do they get it do they understand what you
2: do do they support you um well we don't have any parents okay parents died at a very young age so really gosh yeah Mm. so I think that's the one reason we do what we do and we try and do it as ethically and honest as possible you know because we had such tragic stuff happening at an early age you know so it's about our kids and it is about our family you know and that's our why kind of thing so Amazing. you know you know it is a good question
0: yeah good on yeah that's it's brilliant conversation stop us <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fine it's enough. not it's I mean, yeah.
1: It's the human side of property. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's
2: what it's all about. It's life. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: But we also have an episode starter, which is uh, Niall and his ch- episode roulette. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you can go for one more. Very time good. For one Very more. good, Matt.
0: One, one more, one more. She's never okay. going to no, no. say stop. She's never going to say stop.
2: The sharpest tool in the box. Oh yeah! <laughs> but you're so, becoming my favourite tool in the box. I love I'm this. Really crap at this game, aren't I?
1: <laughs> Haven't we didn't run out of episodes just yet? So you're okay. You're okay. I'm so we're, I'm we're, we're, we've landed at episode number twenty-two. FOMO. Oh. FOMO. My, FOMO.
0: I, I, I fear of missing
1: out.
2: Fear of <sighs> missing out. Fear of missing I out. I
1: have fear of
2: missing out. Yeah. Mm. Do you ever suffer from it? No, because I'm always in it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? that's so true out, i'm in it I mean, you are it. in it i am in it if i was out of it i would have fomo yeah but i'm always in it i'm always in the pies i'm in the chats i'm where it's is that we're is all that, where it's happening aren't we joe yes you know, we are happening.
3: right in the heart but is that because you have mega fomo do you fear fomo no okay interesting
0: it's it's a funny one it's, it's something like we've we've talked about a lot because I think all of us have experienced it at some point Matt is very honest about the fact you feel it probably the most I think out of the three of us I would say is that fair to say it's just just that,
2: well
3: it's just, it's just the the feeling of the grass is always greening on the side going oh yeah oh what's that let's do that oh that's that but then also just remembering to just focus on what you're doing and not get distracted mm. so it's just that some people might call it something else, like shiny penny syndrome, or um, yeah, for us yeah, is
2: greener. Not yeah. being not
3: being involved. Um, so uh, you're seeing something over there. Oh, yeah, I want to get involved in that, but actually, is that the can right? Can I thing ask to be how old in? you
2: are, Matt? You look young to me.
3: I am thirty-five.
2: <sighs> yeah, so you're a lo- you, You're like in a. I'm in my forties, late forties. So I think mm. it's. A, I think if you would asked me that question when I was your age, I would say yes, but not now because I'm forty-eight. So. I think I'm 48, very, very kind of me. around the forty eight mark. Well done you. I could be forty nine, I'm not I can't remember, but <laughs> you know, I, I just don't have that anymore. Hang on a minute. I don't have that anymore. Well, let's um, all just straighten ourselves out a little bit, Oh god. It's 30. <laughs> it's like I'm thirty now. As
3: I'm as I'm getting older, I'm starting to care less and less. And I think it's just I'd like to think it's evolved thinking you know as you yeah. start to get I think into, right, Matt. like actually yeah. you just stop caring
0: but also with you because you're such an ideas person Matt Matt is so brilliant at like thinking of like something new that he could do and I think your brain will always naturally gravitate to the idea of something so sometimes I don't think it is FOMO and sometimes I do think you just get excited by possibility and potential do you know what I mean like you do you get so excited and it's yeah. it's something I don't ha- <laughs> I it's not a skill set I have I must admit I, I always I love it I love
2: it yeah And I think another thing, when you get older, you you get you you fall into those things that you really like. Your skill set, I think people call it, but it's like what you like to do is things that you tend to be good at. I would Mm. say, Um, and the fear of missing out and all of that, it kind of dissipates a bit, you know. And when you guys are my age, in over ten years' time, you're going to be absolutely bloody killing it by then you know i mean really <laughs> if you're doing what you're doing now imagine what it's going to be like 13 well, so years Really, have
3: really been active for about four years yeah.
2: yeah
3: yeah um, i mean it's uh yeah the the uh future is bright uh the future is um red fomo
0: free and <laughs> red fomo free, jam
3: red and FOMO free. Yeah. But, um, on that note i just want to say thank you so much uh for joining us ruth um on this journey through um through your human side of property. So I'm going to say thank you very much and it's a goodbye from me.
0: It's a goodbye from me.
3: It's a
1: goodbye from me.
2: Thanks guys. Goodbye. Bye.
3: Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more. On Facebook, search Property Jam Podcast.
0: Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast.
1: Or you can email us at Podcast at outlook.com. See, See you, on you on the next, next
0: episode. episode.